0: Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com.
1: Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Robin Hilton from NPR's All Songs Considered, and we're doing a quick run through some of the best new releases out on May 18th, starting with Courtney Barnett and her album, Tell Me How You Really Feel. I love Courtney Barnett so much. This has got to be one of the year's most anticipated releases. Tell me how you really feel. And back to talk about this one is NPR Music's Marissa LaRusso.
2: Hi, Robin. Hey, welcome back. Thank you.
1: I was a huge fan of Courtney Barnett's last record. uh, Sometimes I sit and think and sometimes I just sit. You know, it was funny and Mm -hmm. gritty and... And this one takes a slightly different direction.
2: Yeah, this this album is a lot less funny, I would say. It seems like Courtney Barnett, you know, is really known for writing songs that have narratives in them that tell really interesting and personal stories full of these, like, very quirky, witty details. And on this album, it seems like she's a little bit turned inward and kind of thinking about her own internal life, the way that she processes the world around her, the way that she treats people and the way that people treat her, it's a little bit less narrative and a little more feelings.
1: Yeah, very much a reaction to the Me Too movement.
2: Yeah, there are definitely songs on this album that address what it means to be a woman in the world today head on, songs like Nameless Faceless and another one called I'm Not Your Mother, I'm Not Your Bitch. Where she just talks pretty directly about how frustrating it can be to be a woman in the world and deal with the way that people treat you, deal with misogyny, deal with hate. It's interesting to see Courtney really show some rage in these songs, which you don't necessarily see on some of her other songs.
1: Let's listen to a little bit of I'm Not Your Mother, I'm Not Your Bitch, just so we can hear a little bit of what she's doing there.
2: I'm not your mother, I'm not
3: your bitch. I hear you mother, under your breath. Put up or shut up.
1: Well, I love Courtney Barnett, and I love what she's doing with this record. Me too. Yeah, and the direction she's taking. It's called Tell Me How You Really Feel, uh, certainly one of the most anticipated releases for the NPR music family.
0: Absolutely. Uh, uh,
1: of the year, uh, and definitely for May 18th releases. And Marissa, will talk about another May 18th release a little later on the show, but first let's go to the K-pop band BTS and their record Love Yourself Tear.
4: 사람 가득한 소리 그를 막아보지만 잠에 들지 못해
1: The band is BTS, the record is Love Yourself, Tear. And joining us to talk about this one is NPR Music Stephen Thompson. I don't even think anybody can begin to overstate how massively huge this band is. And you're someone, as a parent, you've got a front row seat to it.
4: Yeah, I've got a 14-year-old daughter, and uh, she manages to lose a little bit of interest in BTS the more I talk to her about the, the, the <laughs> band. <laughs> but this band, probably the biggest K-pop band in the world, was, among other things, apparently the most tweeted about celebrity in 2017. I believe it. Uh, their last album, uh, Love Yourself, Colon her, was a top 10. hit in the US, there is just not only a massive worldwide audience for BTS, but among kids all over the place who are steeped in the culture of, of everything from Korean dramas to anime to BTS.
1: So what's going on with this band? I mean, much of their lyrics are in Korean, Mm -hmm. but kids in America are feeling a really deep connection with this music. Well, what
4: I've found listening to this band's records is that they're very all over the place. You have these very slick ballads and also these thumping pop songs, kind of boy band songs. This is a boy band, but also a lot of hip hop and rock.
1: I think the fact that this record and a lot of their music is sort of all over the place says a little bit about how desperate kids are for something that's surprising and not like anything else that they're hearing right now.
4: You know, every generation wants to carve out its own path a little bit. And I remember thinking when my kids were little, I wonder what my kids are going to listen to in order to, to find something that I'm not going to have a huge collection of.
1: It's BTS, the record's Love Yourself tier. And we'll talk in the second half of the program, Stephen, about another album out on May 18th. But first, we go to the Atlanta rapper Nick Grant and his mixtape Dreamin' Out Loud.
0: Right here. Ah... This is heaven, I swear Send the devil my prayers Look how I'm showing my ass That mean I'm never embarrassed Everything is about business I feel like Eric and Perish. Quite bored with the games Back to checking you squares This that murder, murder, murder. Ace in my best wishes. best wishes The game's a dirty hoe A well-dressed mistress My blood curse say I blew up in my set tripping Cause when you poppin' bitches talk They even text different
1: The album is dreaming Out Loud And uh, this is the Atlanta rapper Nick Grant And here to talk about this one With us is NPR Music's Rodney Carmichael Welcome back, Rodney.
5: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: And you're you're up from Atlanta. Tell us about the rapper Nick Grant.
5: Yeah, so Nick Grant, he grew up in Atlanta, and he sounds nothing like the majority of rap acts, mainstream rap acts coming out of Atlanta today, which, you know, is really refreshing. He has this real serious focus on lyricism, and in a lot of ways, he harkens back to this kind of golden hip-hop era when, when, when lyrics were everything. And I think for a lot of reasons, he's inspired hope in a lot of cats, cats like Jay-Z, cats like Andre 3000, cats like Lauryn Hill. These are all people who have in, in in some way, shape or form praised what he's doing.
1: So what is it about Nick Grant that has made all these other better known artists and bigger artists like Jay-Z so excited about him?
5: Well, and I think it has a lot to do with the era that we're in right now in rap. We're in this era that a lot of people have kind of thrown off as as the mumble rap era. You know, so much of what's coming out of hip hop, again, on a mainstream level specifically, is about the party, it's about the function, it's about the turn up. And it's less about substance and substantive quality to your lyrics. And Nick Grant does find ways to do that on this album. And I think one perfect example of him doing that is a song called Black Woman.
0: Uh, Forever a queen, pure black and never so clean. When shit get hot, you help me watch for what these devils could bring. Responsible nightmares and having federal dreams. And being grounded can bring you closer to heavenly things. I learned from you. I want you to teach me to love you. The missing piece to the puzzle, single parent hustle. I feel stupid, thought you arrows too dull to cut through. Sweet Sadie, you give me sugar, place none above you. That cocoa butter on skin took the G out of me. Wanna be with a king, Coretta must be a kin. Gotta be colorblind. You can't see your regime Before I break the family branch, I go out on the limb. I love your eyes, the way you stare. I love your heart, how you provide for whomever's there. I promise I got you. You never had a lie. I could have fought you for this. You like the closest thing to God. Still we call you a bitch, black woman.
5: You know, this is a message that we heard a lot in, in hip-hop's golden era. It was artists taking their time out to kinda hold the black woman up as queen and, and you know, really shower this, this kind of regal vibe on, onto black women in general, which in a lot of ways is the total opposite of what we hear, again, in a lot of mainstream hip-hop. I don't want to suggest that there aren't plenty of artists who are not still doing that now, but it's not the overall general vibe that you get from the genre the way you did, you know, maybe 20 years ago.
1: All right, the record is called Dreamin' Out Loud from the Atlanta rapper Nick Grant. Thanks so much, Rodney. Thank you for having me. We still have a few more
0: albums to go through, but first let's take a short break and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Indeed. When it comes to hiring, you don't have time to waste. You need help getting your short list of candidates fast with Indeed. Post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates. And when you need to hire fast, accelerate your results with sponsored jobs. New users can try for free when you sign up at Indeed.com nprpodcast NPR podcast. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. I'm Robin Hilton from
1: NPR's All Songs Considered. It's New Music Friday, and we're doing a quick run through some of the essential new albums out for May 18th. We start the second half of our show off with Ray LaMontagne and his album, Part of the Light. the hills and countryside, waving at the passers-by. There's old Tom on a coat and tie, looking every ounce
4: the Prince. His bike up against the fence. fa la 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 fa la la la
3: la
1: Ray LaMontagne is the artist. His new record is called Part of the Light and NPR Music, Stephen Thompson. You're back for this one. Uh, much B- be- <laughs> BTS and Ray LaMontagne. <laughs> well, he, Ray LaMontagne, he's a much beloved singer-songwriter. He's back with his seventh full-length album. Uh, tell us a bit about what he's doing on this one. You know, when Ray
4: LaMontagne first started putting out music, I saw him as, you know, all right, folk rock dude with a beard. Right, right. right. And, and, you know, great voice, but I kind of thought I had him pegged. And listening to this record, Part of the Light, kind of like his last record, Ouroboros, you're just hearing more of like a psychedelic influence creep in. It feels to me, and when you just listen to the first few seconds of this song that we're hearing now called To the Sea, you hear this kind of acoustic guitar strum very, very Nick Drake.
1: Oh, so Nick Drake. And
4: you're immediately swept into the feel of an ambitious 70s singer-songwriter record. Yeah. So I I, I love the direction that that he's taken. I think this is a career that so easily could have flamed out, but instead he's just decided to take his music in different directions in ways that I find exciting.
1: Yeah, I I feel the same way. When he did Trouble, which was the song Mm -hmm. Trouble, which was 15 years ago which
4: is almost a standard
1: yeah it is and and i loved it so much and then his subsequent records didn't really land with me as Mm -hmm. much and i thought okay maybe that that was his moment and that was it and then when he came out with Ouroboros in 2016 and now back with this one part of the light i'm like wow this guy i feel like he is just in this incredibly inspired period in his career right now
4: yeah i i agree
1: completely the record is part of the light the artist is ray Thanks, Stephen. Thank you, Robin. And from Ray LaMontagne, we go to Joan Armatrading and her record, Not Too Far Away.
3: choose the best time of this bittersweet
0: love
1: What a great chorus to this one. This is the song Still Waters from the Joan Armatrading album Not Too Far Away. And here to talk about this one is NPR Music's Ann Powers from Nashville. Hey, Ann. Hey, Robin. How you doing? All right. Well, tell us about this veteran British singer-songwriter, and why this is one of the week's standout releases.
3: Joan Arbitrating is an artist with such a distinctive voice. Really, I I was racking my brain listening to this record to even come up with comparisons, because over the course of 21 albums, she has created her own sound that's just inimitable. She emerged initially in the late 60s but really hit international fame in the 80s with a sound that blended a little bit of reggae influence with a new wave shine and you hear it right there. It's just her voice and her style are hers alone. That beautiful Contralto that's that is often described as calm or plain spoken, these songs that get at the heart of love and relationships and that that bounce, that classic Joan Armitrading rhythm. It's all here on this record which she made herself, played every instrument except for drums, and it's just outstanding.
1: Tell us a little bit about the things she digs into on this record. It's a, a love album, and there's a lot of heartache in it. But
3: There are heartbreak songs on this record. There are songs about not being with the one you love, but more than that, there are songs about, you know, dealing with heartbreak but then coming back, dreaming of someone and then getting what you dream. There's just that spirit of survival, of, you know, moving through the world with confidence and equanimity, and that's what I get from her music, and it's beautifully Realized here.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think this is a theme that we're hearing on a lot of records this year, which is her overarching theme, I think, on this record is that uh, life is fleeting, everything is fleeting, and we need to just enjoy the time we have and be happy while we Absolutely. can. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: And you know what, Robin? Tenderness. Tenderness is a, is a quality often forgotten today, but being tender with each other. And that's something that Joan Armatrading has been showing us how to do through her music uh, for decades now. She's a real treasure. You know, at 67 years old, Joan Armatrading is as vital as ever, and I'm thrilled that she's made a wonderful new record.
1: And that record is not too far away from Joan Armatrading, one of the standout releases for May 18th and Ann Powers in Nashville. Thanks so much for joining us. We've got one more album that we want to talk about before we wrap up this week's New Music Friday. But first, a quick run through some of the other notable releases for May 18th. Riley Walker's new record, Deaf Man Glances Out, as well as the Stephen Malkmus and the Jicks album that we just featured on the show recently. That album is called Sparkle Hard. Nellie Mackay, the singer Nellie Mackay, has a new album out called Sister Orchid. And finally, the Parquet Courts record, Wide Awake, is out today. And if you want to read a track-by-track breakdown of that album done by the band, just go to our website, npr.org allsongs. Look for the track-by-track track feature on Parquet Courts. All right, we go now to our final album, and it's from the band Remember Sports. The record's called Slow Buzz. Am I The band is Remember Sports. The album is called Slow Buzz. And back to talk about this one is NPR's Marissa LaRusso.
2: Hello again.
1: I am loving this record so much, and I know you are too. And it's an album that almost didn't happen, right?
2: Yeah, so they used to be just known as Sports, um, and they were students at Kenyon College Put out a couple albums, and then some of the members were graduating and they kind of thought, okay, well, maybe it's time for the band to break up. We're all going to, you know, go out and start our post-college lives and not be in a pop-punk band anymore. But thank goodness that didn't happen, Um, and they changed their name to Remember Sports, which is nice because you can say to your friends, hey, remember that band, Sports?
1: Remember Remember Sports?
2: Remember Remember Sports. And they recorded this album, which is called Slow Buzz, and it's just full of these catchy, fun hooks Um, I think that singer Carmen Perry has this super fun, twee, very distinct delivery that makes me believe every word that's coming out of her mouth. Most of those words are kind of about heartbreak and staring into the abyss of adulthood and trying to figure out what you're going to do next. And I love it.
1: Well, I found this a really fun listen just musically. And I like some of the, the wisdom that she imparts, like just the simple idea that you can pick up the pieces and move on in your life and you can get better.
2: Yeah. Something that I really love about this album is that in a lot of the songs, the narrator really owns her mistakes and owns the fact that, okay, maybe I messed up a lot of things in this relationship, but what if we both work together to make it better? Which I think is a position we all find ourselves in once in a while.
1: Love it. The the record is Slow Buzz from the band Remember Sports. Thanks so much, Marissa.
2: Thank you, Robin.
1: A reminder to see a list of the albums we talked about. Check out the podcast description for this episode. You can also go to npr.org slash all songs. You can hear full versions of the songs we featured from these records and a whole lot of other great releases in the New Music Friday playlist from NPR Music. Go to npr.org Spotify or open the Spotify app and search for NPR Music. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and listen to lots of great music.